0: I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today.
2: I felt that line. Am I toxic? I mean, I felt it too. I guess we both toxic. We must all be toxic because that seems like the fan favorite. What's up? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily. This podcast is brought to you by Hip Hop DX. And here's where we keep you updated with everything that's popping off and what's going on in hip hop music culture. I am one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other lovely host, Ada. Yes, happy Labor Day. Hope you had a bomb Labor Day weekend. I hope you've been getting into all this new music and everything that's been happening. We've been having an extra Lover Boy Labor Day weekend, right? Yes, we have. So, of course, we got to talk about this new Drake album. We discussed it briefly on Friday's podcast, but we didn't really get into the breakdown of the album, right?
1: Yeah, we record early for that episode, so now we were able to get into it. We have all weekend to listen to the album, and so much has happened. Beef, drama, tea (laughs) surrounding this album, so it's been pretty good, so we gotta get all into it.
2: Everything, so let's get down to it. So jumping right into the first track, Champagne Poetry. I was already hooked. I heard the Masego sample, the Navajo song from Masego. I heard that and I was just like, ooh, what is this about to be? And then he's calling it champagne poetry. Already my type of vibe. So track one. I was totally here for it.
1: Yeah, track one is a good intro. A lot of people were like expecting kind of like a Tuscan leather type of vibe for this album, like for the intro song. Mm-hmm. And I think Champagne Poetry did just that. I, think I did. Good. I think so
2: too. I think it measures up to a Drake intro. Like yes. every intro, he comes at us for at least five minutes on the intros, <laughs> which I love that he makes them so long mm-hmm. because oftentimes artists will make their intro a minute, two minutes and I'll be like, dang, we need more. But Drake definitely gave us everything on Champagne Poetry. I love when he just flows with the raps no chorus no hooks Mm -hmm. just straight bars all the way through now second track poppy's home he is really running with this champagne poppy (laughs) thing this daddy thing hence the whole album cover it makes a little more sense to me now Mm -hmm. i still don't like it but you know that's neither here nor there we're talking about the song but uh how did you feel about poppy's home
1: I like Poppy's Home he's talking his mess on this one and of course you got Nicki Minaj doing her little skit towards the end too so I like that seeing them come together for that
2: yeah and as I was listening to the track Poppy's Home I was actually thinking of Nicki before I heard her playing on the song because Drake was referring to all these guys as his sons and I'm like that's totally Nicki's thing right there like how he just gonna steal Nicki's (laughs) whole concept of everybody being her son Mm -hmm. and then next thing I know Nicki's popping up on the track talking about everybody being her son I'm like okay cool at has got Nikki's blessing to be doing this because yeah. <laughs> I kind of wasn't feeling it, that concept at first but the way the song sounds is actually great it sounds like it's about to be a gospel song honestly and then it turns into Drake just clowning these guys so mm-hmm. I like Poppy's home too now let's get into Girls Want Girls with Lil Baby Lil Baby has just been delivering on everybody's
1: album like, every single time
2: he doesn't get washed ever like no mm-hmm. one I, I haven't heard a Lil Baby feature yet where i'm like oh this person got lil baby on the track like Mm -hmm. i think lil baby got drake on this i don't think drake got lil baby on
1: this yeah lil baby's verse did definitely go in a little bit better than drake's Mm -hmm. and of course a lot of people with this song they didn't like how drake would be like oh you like girls i'm a lesbian too or something (laughs) like that
2: yeah I i saw that on twitter and i was just like it's Drake, he's gonna give us at least one of those bars every yeah. album where it's just like, okay, man, all right, <laughs> if you say so. Next up is In the Bible with Lil Dirk and Giveion, another good one.
1: That's it's a really good one. I see a lot of people liking that one as well. First off, Giveion,
2: you know, he was gonna hold it down with the vocals, but my favorite part was Lil Durk shouting out his girlfriend's business on the song. Come I on. was like, come on, that give you better give husband material on this <laughs> track because he wasn't he what do you have like a 16 on there? Or it was a very short verse, maybe a 32 max. I don't, I, I forget how long uh, Dirk's verse was, but I know it was not long. And he used a bulk of that time to promote his girlfriend's business. He used at least four. What was it? Four bars promoting her business. I was like, okay, I like this.
1: It's giving real, real relationship. Hip hop couple goals type of thing so (laughs) he
2: said drake song gonna do a billion streams so i'm gonna promote my girl's business on this song now i respected that because when he just first gave it the shout out i was like oh that's sweet that's so nice but then he gave the rationale behind the shout out like Mm -hmm. okay i'm promoting india royale cosmetics but this is why i know for a fact that this is going to do a billion streams and i want them to stream her business's name that many times so go ahead little dirk you better promote your girl we love to see it now getting into the next one the goat hove he's on love all with drake another one of my favorites
1: that's a good one too like these first five songs already have been good back to back no (laughs) skips so far yeah
2: Uh, and of course everybody was talking about the jay verse anytime jay-z pops out for a feature it's an event Mm -hmm. on the timeline (laughs) of course I was there hyping it up um jay was talking that betrayal talk we've been getting a lot of talk from drake with the betrayal lately Mm -hmm. And a lot of talk from Jay just about, you know, watching who's in your circle, watching who you have around you, having people you can trust. And that's what that whole song is about. So another great one. And then a highlight, another highlight, speaking of songs where Drake is talking about he can't trust people, (laughs) Fair Trade with Travis Scott. This starting lineup on the album is just crazy. Let me go say that. But go ahead with your thoughts on this.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like a lot more people quote the Fair Trade song because of the one line where it's like, losing friends but gaining peace sounds like a a fair trade to me. Right. It's the song name. (laughs) Somebody
2: said, all the toxic people felt that that line. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Facts. (laughs) And
2: I was like, oh my God, I felt that line. Am I
1: toxic? I mean, I felt it too. I guess we both toxic.
2: We must all be toxic because that seems like the fan favorite, honestly. Fair Trade. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you have the single Way Too Sexy with Young Thug and Future. That was a, a moment as well, the album. Yeah,
1: and they also dropped the music video for that song. So yes. far, it's the only music video for that song on the album. They and... were in there
2: all white, mm-hmm. uh, singing, serenading the ladies. Um, very reminiscent of an old Boys to Men video, Water Runs Dry. They were giving a little Jodeci vibes. People were saying they was giving Backstreet Boys. Like, they're just giving male group vibes. <laughs>
1: right and I feel like you know Drake always tries to get into his acting bag in a lot of his music videos because he played like a <laughs> fat man on the beach and he played like a pirate and mm-hmm. um, Future and Young Thug got into like, the acting too a little bit, just playing different characters. So it was fun to see. It was. It was a fun video.
2: Kawhi Leonard was in the video, had him yep. a little cameo. <laughs> it, was, it was really cute. Yeah. That's the first seven. That is a strong, strong seven to start it off with.
1: Yeah. Those
2: are my favorites. I think he pushed all the favorites to the front of the album.
1: For sure.
2: And then and you got a song that where things got a little questionable TSU that's the eighth song mm-hmm. and a lot of people are side eyeing Drake because they saw R. Kelly's name in the credits
1: yeah um, the very beginning of TSU where it's like that slowed down kind of chopped and screwed guy talking the beat to that is what R. Kelly's half on a baby where he kind of used in the beginning too
2: mm-hmm. so a lot of
1: people are putting now. I guess that gives R. Kelly the credit somewhere for using that part of the song
2: and 40 did make a statement on it he basically had to come out and click Clear up, why R. Kelly was sampled on there. He said in the beginning of TSU, it's a sample of OG Ron C talking. He was like behind that faintly, which you can't even hear, is a R. Kelly song playing in the background. He said it has no significance. No lyrics are present. R. Kelly's voice isn't even on it, but we were forced to license it. Doesn't sit well with me. Let me just say that. And he said, I'm not here to defend Drake's lyrics, but I thought I would clear up that there is no actual R. Kelly present. And it's a bit misleading to call him a a co-lyricist he said it's kind of wild because I was just reading Baby Girl by Kathy Ian Doley which is a book about Aaliyah of course and he was saying some of that stuff is horrific and disgusting he said I saw this post and I just had to say something because I don't want the world to think we would stand behind that guy or write with him it's just incredibly disgusting
1: yeah well at least there it is he said it clear
2: it up and put it out there Mm because drake wasn't gonna say nothing about it (laughs) drake had no plans to make a statement so i'm glad 40 cleared that up and it sucks because there's tons of different songs that r kelly has written on like for other people too so Mm -hmm. let's say you sample a uh mary j blige song that r kelly helped write on you would have to credit r kelly in that too so it's like do we not use things that other people have done because of R. Kelly? Do like, do we punish the other people as well? Yeah, or,
1: the, the music biz is so tricky when it comes to stuff like that because so many people do write for other people and right. sampling and things like that. It's like, you can't really be all the way in right. the clear. Right. Now, sometimes. if they
2: had, like, sampled the actual song mm-hmm. half on a baby or if R. Kelly's voice was on it or if they did, like, a interpolation of some R. Kelly lines, then I'll be looking at them completely like, I, y'all doing a lot but this I don't know I don't think we should burn them at the stake over this one (laughs) even though Drake is known for his love of Aaliyah so I feel like he should have caught that one honestly but yeah he might not have even known for real do we have any other favorites from the album? We're not going to go through every single track, but we had to go through those first few because that that was just crazy uh, the way he opened it up. Do we have any other stick out favorites, standouts?
1: My next one would have to be that Into Deep, which is right after TSU. Mm-hmm. Uh, that features Future. And Into Deep has like, one of the songs where like, the beat changes in the second part, but that first part samples The Get Thrown by Bumby, Pimp C, Zero, and Young Jeezy. So that's always a classic. So right. I like that one. But. Other than that, I do like the whole album. There's not one I really. I probably. I probably don't like Knife Talk, and oh, I probably. I know twenty
2: one. Oh my god, I was loving Knife Talk just because twenty one is. His name just fits him perfectly because he's just such a savage. Like he, is. He, he just got on there talking that savage talk. But I would have to say my other standout is 7 a.m. on Bridal Path because Drake was taking no prisoners, all right? Mm. He told Kanye, pull up. You want to put my address online, stop making desperate posts and just pull up to the address. Make it your location, like he said. He also was handing out disses to Justin LaBoy. He dissed Swiss Beats. Drake was just real heavy on his free smoke. I told you, this is Free Smoke Weekend slash Labor Day Weekend (laughs) because Drake was handing out the smoke.
1: Yeah, he said he wanted it. And (laughs) so he was definitely, definitely said some names. Well, not names, but he definitely subbed and shaded a couple people on these songs. Yeah, he
2: surely Mm -hmm. did. Uh, Another standout for me was You Only Live Twice. That was the one with Lil Wayne and Rick Ross. That was classic Drake slash Wayne slash Ross vibes. Mm -hmm. Everything we love all of them for, they gave us that on that track. And then you had the closeout track, which was the Remorse. That was also one of my favorite vibes because I like when Drake gets introspective and goes into the deep side of what he's feeling. So Mm -hmm. overall... Clearly, we like the Certified Boy album.
1: Yeah, we love this album. I all these you, months.
2: It's Loverboy Labor Day weekend, man. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's a good note to end on today. It's Labor Day. Go ahead and fire up those grills. Get your drinks ready. Bring your family around, your friends around, and put on some DX Daily. Make sure they subscribe to it as well while you're at it, while you're putting them on to the podcast. Uh, we are on all streaming platforms. Spotify, Podbeam, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. All, anywhere iHeartRadio app We on all of that Okay So make sure you subscribe to us And subscribe to our YouTube channel Which is HipHopDX
1: And be sure to follow us On all of our social medias Like our Instagram Our Twitter And our TikTok It just hit 2 million followers On TikTok So big shout outs so Follow us on everything At HipHopDX
2: Yes You can follow us too I am at Asia Sky on all platforms Asia is spelled A-S-H-I-A Sky is spelled S-K-Y-E And you can follow me On everything At A W. That's spelled A-Y-E-E B B. All right, happy Labor Day. We will see you tomorrow with more daily
1: news. See ya.
0: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.